I'm Bridget Owens, and you're listening to the Waxing Soul Podcast. Join me on an exploration of mindful modern magic, a journey towards deeper understanding of self, and transformative individual spirituality. It's July 15th, 2021, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about spiritual empowerment, equality, and how our spiritual histories have warped our sense of self-worth. Are you ready to grow your soul? Happy Thursday, and thank you for listening. I just finished laying out the episode plan for the rest of the year, and there's some really fun stuff on the horizon. So before I get started with today's episode, I want to take a moment to just give you a glimpse into the future. Um, I did an interview on the podcast last week, and I'm going to be doing more of those. We've got more interviews coming up. And I'm going to be bringing people on to talk about their own experiences and stories about finding and creating their authentic spiritual practices. Because I know I talk about it all the time, but of course the way it looks for me to have a practice that's authentic to me isn't the way everyone's looks. And that's the whole point of authenticity, right? So so that's coming up. Also, if you caught the series on emotions and spirituality or the one on the basics of magic, the next series is starting in a couple of weeks and I'll be doing... Uh, seven episodes on using tarot for personal growth. Um, If you are interested in the expanded downloads for that series, like I had for the last one, you'll want to join my Patreon to get those and to get access to the upcoming Q&A live streams and Zoom meetups. And finally, about the same time as the tarot series ends, so in late September, Um, I'm releasing a book called Deep Self Magic, and it's all about finding your authentic self, making space for your authentic spirituality, and using your authentic magical abilities to evolve as a person. So links and details, as always, at bridgetowens.com slash podcast. So, So let's get into today's topic, which is spiritual empowerment and equality. And I've been working on the last bits of my book manuscript this week. So this has been in my brain a lot lately. I think it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty safe assumption that we've all been on spiritual paths, been involved in religious traditions that aren't the one we're on now, or which have led to us being kind of in between paths. Um, I grew up evangelical Protestant, I'm a preacher's kid, and then I was Catholic for a while, and then sort of took this meandering path through, you know, neo-paganism. My wife was raised Catholic before getting into, you know, Wicca and then becoming sort of agnostic. And, you know, I don't know of anyone in my life, in my life at least, um, who hasn't explored more than one spiritual direction in their lives. And the result of that isn't just that we sort of end up seeing the world through a bunch of different spiritual points of view. You know, our spiritual beliefs don't just tell us what to believe about the world or whatever. And it's, it's, and that's not the only thing that we carry in parts of, you know, in parts with us for the rest of our lives. Like we, we do carry that kind of thing with us, whether we're in those paths or not. There are things that we don't if we don't make a point of picking apart how we still carry little bits of beliefs and assumptions and stuff from things that were taught in the past, then those things stick around. Like 
For instance, if you've grown up in a Christian path and you learned about heaven and hell and God and the devil, then and then you leave that path, but never <laughs> if you never really think about how other spiritual traditions don't work on that same structure, then maybe you associate various things with being evil or satanic when really, you know, Satan doesn't really exist outside that tradition and and you're still just sort of carrying that piece of Christianity with you. So, you know, so that's a thing. Like but there are there are even bigger and more important parts of spiritual belief that tend to stick even deeper than that. And that includes this idea of the basic value of humanity. And even your value as an individual. You know, it's it's maybe not as blatant as other things that we learn from whatever religions we've been part of. But if you think about it, it if it teaches that humans need to be fixed or saved or enlightened or whatever, it means that we become acceptable only if we do what that tradition says to do. And it teaches us that at some level, we're not good just because we're human. And that comes in all kinds of different flavors that idea that humanity is bad, that our human nature is bad. And it's something that's so common to so many spiritual paths that we don't often really question it at all, except in the ways that it pokes at us specifically. Like being in a tradition that told me that I was especially bad for being gay, that's the kind of thing that we notice and we push back against. But then it's like, okay, well, I'm apparently totally wrong and bad for my sexuality. But if I was straight, I would just be, you know, the regular amount of tainted and in need of being, like, cleansed of my human awfulness. Um, we don't really give a lot of thought about that second part. Largely because we get community out of religion and spirituality. We get belonging. So once we're, you know, not being pushed to be super inauthentic just to fit in, the rest of it kind of tends to go unexamined. If you're enjoying this episode of Waxing Soul, the experience doesn't stop with the podcast. Each week we dive into a different part of the world of spirituality, magic, and self-evolution, and most episodes feature a companion download, which you can find at BridgetOwens.com slash podcast. Check out last week's episode where I interviewed Bryn Maycott, author and astronumeroterologist, about the importance of creating space in your life for your authentic self. And come back next week when I'll have either a great interview to share or a topic as yet to be determined. Now back to the episode. One of the reasons we don't really think too much, or most of us don't, about what we've learned and internalized about our worth as a species and as ourself is that I mean, religion really isn't the only part of our culture telling us we're not good enough, right? You know, who's thinking about whether humans are inherently bad when they're worried about their appearance and their ability to make money and have relationships and all of that? So it's just not something that we tend to be aware of. It's not front of mind. But it does definitely have an impact on how we approach spirituality and life in general. And I think most people tend to settle into a default setting for how capable they consider themselves, what their limitations are when it comes to what we have the power to do and deal with on a spiritual level. So, and here's what I mean by that. 
One of the things that I picked up growing up was that emotions were bad. Well, so-called negative emotions were bad. Anger and disappointment and frustration and all of that, those were things we were supposed to turn over to God, which, okay, first of all, doesn't work. And second of all, means that I never learned how to deal with those emotions as a kid. I didn't know that I was lacking a really important coping skill <laughs> and, you know, an important part of functioning as a human being. I got through childhood with a deep-seated belief that hard emotions were something I wasn't supposed to be able to handle. I was just supposed to avoid them. And that's incredibly dis disempowering. So one of the big revelations when I first did serious shadow work was that I was missing this skill and needed to learn how to manage those feelings, to stop fearing and pushing those feelings away because it was holding me back in a whole lot of ways in life. So if you come through your spiritual history and background into adulthood and don't stop to kind of unlearn the limitations that you've picked up and internalized, you just keep carrying them. It's, it's really enlightening to think about all the things that you turn over to a higher power, the things that we turn to religion for, because those things highlight what we believe we are and are not capable of and what we do and don't need done, you know, for us to make us acceptable and valuable and good. And I'd say we've all got some contradictory things in there. So here's one of the reasons that I think authentic, you know, authentic spirituality is super important, you know, because I believe spirituality is supposed to be empowering. It's not supposed to be a, a crutch that we use to make up for our, you know, for faults that we don't have. Spirituality is really supposed to be about us getting in touch with and learning to work with what we've already got in us, which is like the literal definition of empowerment. It's increasing our resilience, our inner magic. And I think I, I talked about this in the series on the basics of magic. It's seizing our personal power and learning to work with it, which is obviously a form of empowerment. So if our spiritual life in the past has taught us that we're not powerful in that way, that we're too flawed or too damaged or sinful or tainted or unenlightened or whatever, and that we need some higher power to do those things for us, to be the power in our lives because we can't have it in ourselves, it's going to be hard to really embrace spirituality in a fulfilling way. We're going to be stuck in that battle between are we powerful, capable beings or are we not supposed to be trying to be that? Are we meant to master our spiritual potential, or is that going against our natural place in the cosmos? You know, the baggage that we carry that tells us that we're not worthy, or able, or highly evolved enough, or whatever, you know, to use the power that we have, that's going to get in the way of our spiritual growth and evolution, because it's, it's going to leave us always looking to something else to give us that ability or like grant us the status or raise us up or bless us with that, you know, spirituality that makes us focus on how to get those favors and blessings and get that special help from a higher power is not likely to be a spirituality that is empowering or that really teaches us to embrace and embody our authentic power. You know, if our spiritual path teaches us 
or if we've internalized and can't shake this idea that we're inferior or powerless or wrong, there's not going to be much self-trust or self-confidence. That's that, And that's pretty much what we trade for faith, if you think about it. If, you're, if your spirituality is about what something else can and will do for you, it's not conducive to belief in self. It divides our existence into the sort of spiritually meaningless things that we can do, that we can do, <laughs> and the significant important things that we can't do that we have to leave to a higher power. And I'm confident saying that because really, if we didn't feel that we needed a higher power to fill that gap for us, we wouldn't even need to have faith. But what spirituality can be though, and I don't want to say should, but at its best and most effective as far as personal growth and evolution, spirituality is about empowerment. And the only faith we have to have is in ourselves. If you have a suggestion for future show topics, please tag me on any of my social media profiles. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as Bridget Owens Magic and on Twitter as Waxing Soul. Visit BridgetOwens.com for information about my upcoming book release and other spiritual resources and for expanded versions of the downloadable resources for each episode as well as access to patron-only Q&A live streams and a monthly Zoom meetup Join the page of podcasts here on my Patreon at patreon.com slash waxing soul. Anytime I get into topics that deal with conferring some sort of value system on people or with power dynamics, it comes back to the issue of equality. And that is what we're talking about here, in case that's a surprise. <laughs> it's, it's not just the value that we feel we have. Um, religion and spiritual traditions, even if they're not like, you know, the Catholic Church is powerful and hierarchical and literally has a way of deciding and telling everyone what God thinks humanity is worth in the grand scheme of things. But not every spiritual path or religion is like that or has that kind of power. But all of them have more power than we sometimes realize, even the informal ones. And because they have that power, that puts us in a power dynamic, not just with the church, but with whatever powers the tradition includes a belief in. And that means that we're pretty much always at some lower rung on the value ladder than those powers. And that's why, you know, they're higher powers, literally, I guess. But what we're not always cognizant of in all this is... It's implications that if our spiritual belief systems or the baggage from the past ones that we carry around with us tell us that humans are no good, that we need a higher power to confer greater value on us and improve us, and then if it gives us that path towards those things, if, if you work that equation all the way out, it means that if we believe and do the right things, we believe we're essentially of greater value in the cosmos than those who are not on our path. And it also means that if we feel like we're not doing it right or haven't been consistent enough that our, you know, that our value falls, it becomes about value and equality. It makes spirituality into a competitive situation, which is really never good. <laughs> I think we tend to pick these ideas up from, from mainstream religion, even if we're not in it anymore. And sometimes even if we were never formally in a religion or weren't devout, those ideas are part of the larger culture. They're not 
just part of big religion. And that means that a lot of the time, even when we're doing our own spiritual thing, even when we're doing our solitary eclectic thing or participating in traditions, which really, you know, should be and have the potential to be empowering, the way it all sits in our heads either makes us feel like we're superior because of our, you know, spiritual practice or that we're not good enough yet and need to lean harder on our spiritual practice to not be so inferior. It's a, it's a harmful approach to spirituality in general because it's a harmful approach to our general sense of self. There's nothing in spirituality outside of specific religious beliefs and doctrines about whether we're better than or worse than anyone else. Because it's not ultimately about our self-esteem or sense of self alone. It's also about how we see others in relation to us. It's about a sense of equality. Spirituality is individual. It's, it's not supposed to put us at odds with each other. That's religion, right? <laughs> Spirituality in itself doesn't have the power structure. Religion has a power structure. So for our sake and for the sake of our relationship to the world around us, the people around us, it's a good idea and I think it's absolutely necessary to do the work to extract ideas that we get from religion from our spiritual practice, especially the parts that we still carry from religious beliefs we don't even hold anymore. You know, no matter how much work we do on ourselves, there are things we're going to miss. And I think this is one of them that, you know, we don't often completely back so far away from the things that we've been taught and re-examine all of them because some of it's just so culturally ubiquitous that we don't realize it comes you know, in part from our spiritual past. And the final point that I want to make is that separating ourselves from those ideas, dealing with all that baggage, it takes putting some distance between us and those ideas. We, we have to look at our spiritual past, not just as our past, not just as a string of religious experiences or affiliations, but to look at it in a very broad context, the much broader context of how those ideas played out in our lives and connected to other things and impacted how we have come to understand our place in the world. And the thing is, we're, we're all spiritually equal. There, there is no beginning or end point to our spiritual development. There's no, there's no start or finish line. We just constantly grow and learn and change because that's what life is. It's not a goal to reach, and there's no real common scale of progress that we can use to compare ourselves to anyone else, and we shouldn't. There's definitely not a way to rank our spiritual status against someone else's. So we're all spiritually equal, and it's important not just to remember that in order to not feel inferior and to be personally empowered, but also in order to start breaking our habits of considering other people lesser than us on a spiritual scale. Thank you so much for listening. Look for a new episode of Waxing Soul every Thursday. You can find us on BridgetOwens.com slash podcast and wherever you usually listen to podcasts. If you can't find us at your usual podcast spot, drop a message to Bridget at BridgetOwens.com. All materials and resources except the music are copyright Bridget Owens. Music is Dreamcatcher by Kevin McLeod used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International. Find out more at BridgetOwens.com slash podcast. 
Many, many thanks to my readers, listeners, friends, mentors, inspirations, and my family. None of this, of course, happens in a bubble. Until next week, blessed be and be good to yourself.